Infinity Games Podcast. Jukebox. Yes, Calrix. We're we're back. We're back for the thing. The thing we said that we do last time. We're back for episode twenty-five of the Infinity Games Podcast, and we're literally going to talk about shit we've been playing. Because we've actually been playing games. More accurately, Jukebox has actually been playing games. I do nothing but play games. You're right. <laughs> so, literally, only because you've been playing games and forcing yourself to play games, you get to tell us what you've been playing first. Okay, good. So, hearkening back to our very first episode, the Nindies event. Oh, damn. Oh, shit. I was losing my fucking mind over Tumbleseed. Right? Yeah. You remember that? Yes, yes. So... There was a humble bundle, and Tumbleseed was totally in it. Okay. Along with a bunch of other good junk, but like, I pretty much got Tumbleseed for a dollar. Nice. Right? It's normal seventeen dollar game. So it was like, hey, I can I can play this thing that I really like and also not spend a lot of money. Just like jackpot. That's always good. So, do you remember what the game was? Like what Tumbleseed was? Yeah. No, but I can YouTube it. Okay, well, I'll just say, because I'm sure other people are like, what the fuck is a Tumbleseed? Yeah. Tumbleseed, the way they describe it, is a rolly roguelike. So, if you can imagine you have a bar at the bottom of the screen and a round seed on that bar, you can troll up or down either side of that bar to make it roll back and forth across the screen. And uh, you have to roll it around obstacles and enemies and stuff like that. And along the way, you can collect other seed types to give you advantages, like jumping into the sky or giving you more... Uh, I mean, I guess it kind of works like mana. Uh, or give you spikes so you can actually hurt enemies if you run into them, stuff like that. Yeah. So the adventure mode... There's four biomes. It's like forest, jungle, uh, desert, and like snowy mountaintop type deal. Mm -hmm. uh, you go through all four biomes to reach the top of the mountain. And it is every time you restart it, the, the levels completely regenerate. And that's where the roguelike part comes in. Okay. So it is brutally difficult. And I have to commend the developers because they actually, they were having pretty poor sales. And mm -hmm. their solution is they actually went back and updated the whole game. So they added like a four level story mode of sorts. And they added additional like power ups. So, uh, so it would make the game a lot easier. Because that was like the main complaint, like 1% of people who had bought the game at that point had actually made it to the top of the mountain. Wow. Like, could you imagine paying $17, getting 200 meters up the mountain every time, and then just giving up because there's nothing else to do? Yeah. They, like, 100% fixed that. That's good. And uh, I'm actually a little sad that I never got to experience the, like, the game as it originally was. Because, mm -hmm. uh, I mean, I'm okay with that brutal difficulty because I figure, you know... That's kind of what it's like on those arcade games that it may have been yeah. based off of, like the ice-cold beer. But I've been having just like a dandy time with that. Because I remember, I remember I thought it looked like hot damn good time, and then you mentioned to me about this Humble Bundle, Jukebox is like, Kelrix, the Humble Bundle, and I'm like, the, hun the what and the who now? And he explains, and I look at it, and I was like, oh, yeah, it looks, you know, it looks okay. There's some, there's some decent games in there. You know, it's cool. He's like, dude, Tumbleseed. Tumbleseed for, like, a dollar plus, like, six other games. I'm like, yeah, well, you know, I don't really. Yeah. yeah. And then, so, yeah, it's good, it's good to hear that, you know, you got it, and it's actually as good as you knew it was going to be. Yeah. And next time I come over, we'll definitely have to play it. For sure, for sure. Um, Faux show. I actually bought two of the bundles. One of them I got for like the average price. The other one I think I got the $10 version. So okay. uh, I got quite a few other games, but one of the other ones that I played out of there was Day of the Tentacle. Mm. So do you remember Maniac Mansion? 
No, I never remember Maniac Mansion. Every time you ask me if I remember Maniac Mansion, I'm like, nope, sure don't. But I did it. watch, I did watch the Completionist do Day of the Tentacle, so I know what it's all about. Oh goody! I actually had to go back after I beat the game, and I like YouTubed it to see if anyone else had played it. And it was the Completionist. I was like, oh hot shit! <laughs> God damn! Yeah. But, uh, okay, so I always ask you if you remember Maniac Mansion, not because I expect you to have ever played it, but because, <laughs> you know, all these, uh, you know, retro video game peoples that we've been watching forever have mentioned it quite a few times, and I'm sure you remember oh, yeah. it's the game where you can microwave the hamster. I remember that part, but, like, ever I, That's I about always, all you need I to look... know. <laughs> I look up this game and I see this game and I'm like, oh yeah, that game. And then like five minutes pass and I'm like, what the fuck is Maniac Mansion? <laughs> oh God. Actually, you know, with just, just quick, quick heads up for the viewers. My brain literally retains nothing that isn't a devil fruit power from one piece, anime or manga in some capacity and or video games that I directly give a shit about. What it took me a very, it, 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 it took me a very long time just to remember when my fiance's birthday was. Oh God. I have that shit on lock now, but the first, like, couple years were a little rough. Nice. Not actually. <laughs> I remember Maniac Mansion now. It will leave my memory in roughly ten minutes, but I remember it now. Okay, you only need to remember it for ten minutes. I'm just gonna give you a little factoid here. So when, uh... I love factoids. They released it on the NES. It was originally a PC game. Yeah. And, uh... Once Nintendo realized that you could microwave the hamster, they made them take it out. So if you have a version of the NES cartridge where you can microwave the hamster, it's actually a little bit of a rarity. That's actually pretty sweet. Yeah, there might only be like maybe 15,000 copies where you can do that. That's actually pretty awesome. Anyways, Maniac Mansion, you have this doctor guy who was taken over by this meteorite space junk, and he has mm -hmm. two tentacles living in his mansion. And, you know, the family lives there and whatever, they're evil. Day of the Tentacle is a sequel to Maniac Mansion that came out in, I want to say it was 93. Direct sequel or spiritual sequel? Direct sequel. Oh, nifty. I mean, some people call it Maniac Mansion 2 Day of the Tentacle. Fair. So, in that one, uh, the tentacles are actually the bad guys. Or rather, Purple well, Tentacle is. He grows arms and takes over the world. And it's it's a uh, it's like a point and click adventure with puzzles and shit, and uh, pretty much you're gonna go back in time to yesterday to stop Purple Tentacle from taking over the world. Okay. And uh, your shit gets fucked up while you're in the time stream or whatever. So uh, one of you ends up in colonial times. Yeah. So they end up at the hotel and fucking they're trying to write the Declaration of Independence or whatever. And then you're at present time, and then the other person's in the future, the future where Purple Tentacle rules. And then it's just like a whole bunch of shenanigans, but like, it's super humorous, and this is the remastered version, so uh, the, the UI is like way better, because you like click on something, and then it'll have bubbles pop up around where you clicked, and then you select which one of the actions you want to take. Whereas in the nice. original, you'd click on the item, and then you'd have, like, a list at the bottom of the screen, and then you'd click on whichever action you needed to take. Okay. Yeah. Um, I beat the game, and I loved it so much that I played it again so I could get all the achievements. Nice. So I 100% completed it. That's awesome. That's pretty good. Yeah. I've literally never 100% completed anything in my life. That's unfortunate. I ain't got time for that. I mean, maybe. <laughs> I ain't got time for that. Yeah. I mean, Day of the Tentacle only took about six hours. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. I felt pretty good. Dude, those games are super satisfying, like point-and-click ones from the old days, because, like, if you do that without a guide, like, there's some ridiculous shit that you got to figure out. That's yeah. I've seen, I've seen plenty of people play them, and I just like I'm. I watch people play them, and I'm like, I couldn't do this. <laughs> yeah, to give you an idea, when you're in the future, you have to mm -hmm. pretend you have a stomachache, so they send you to the doctor. When you're with the doctor, the doctor will leave the room. You have to steal the anatomy chart of a tentacle, 
And then okay. you have to send it back in time. So uh, the guy in colonial times can take it, give it to Betsy, whatever her face is, who did the American flag. Yeah. And then she'll make the flag as a tentacle. Well, goddamn. And then in the present time, you have to go up on the roof, take the crank off of the uh, the flag pole, send it to the future. So in the future, you can go on the roof with the crank and bring down the tentacle flag so you can wear the tentacle as a, as a disguise. Fuck me. Nope. Right? <laughs> shit gets ridiculous. Write that shit off. <laughs> Fuck. Well, I got shit written on your list. What else do I have on there? Uh, uh, Abzu and Sakura Dungeon. Right. So, titty games. Titties! Except Abzu. Abzu's not a titty game. No, but Square Dungeon is. <laughs> that was like my time waster while I couldn't sleep. Nice. It was like three in the morning. I'm just like, oh god, why? And it is very mindless. Oh god, those are... I want to say those are always fun, but they are not ever fun. No. I mean... Okay, so there's several Sakura games, and they're always visual novels. The difference with this one is that it's like first-person dungeon crawling, and I was hoping it'd be a little better than it was because, like, I love the original Fantasy Star from the Sega Master System, and that shit's yeah. like first-person dungeon crawling where, like, you see the walls on each side, you take one step forward, you see the walls on each side, you take one step forward, you see the walls on each side and a wall in front of you, and then maybe a monster will pop up. Ah, I mean, I dig it. Well, glad you do. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I do not recommend Secure Dungeon. It is just mind numbing. <laughs> and then Abzu, I haven't finished it yet. Which mm -hmm. I mean, it's super short because I think I'm on like the fifth of seven chapters or something. So it should really only take like an hour to get through. But it's very yeah. pretty. I was getting, like, the whole thing with it is, like, you're underwater, and somehow you never have to breathe, I guess, and uh, you more or less just swim through these, like, really pretty areas. Maybe you have an acid trip once in a while, and once you reach the end of the game, it's just over. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. That's literally, the, there's, like, nothing to it. If you want, oh, you can find all the meditation spots, and when you're at a meditation spot, uh, you see everything from the perspective of a fish, and then you can switch between the fish. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, and then there's, uh, you can release new fish into an area, and you can collect some sort of snail shells. I mean, that's literally it. That was one of the games in that bundle, too. The, yeah. the, the only thing I about feel it... Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, Abzu, Abzu honestly is like, it's a, whatchamacallit, what was I going to say? A walking it's simulator? Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> Journey. Like you, It's the you, same you guys who made play, Journey. Yeah, it's literally, you play it just for something pretty to look at. Yeah. I mean, game people in quotation it. marks. Yeah, people dig it. Yeah. And I mean, the, it's it's horribly optimized for PC. Oh, is it? Oh, so bad. And I mean, like, I'm I'm working on classic hardware here. I I'm not pushing high FPS on like nothing. Yeah. So like, I was you know between twenty and twenty five FPS this entire game, and Rough. I looked it up, and apparently people who are running systems with like GTX 1080s mm -hmm. are getting like fifty six frames per second. Which on a 1080 at 1920 by 1080p is absolute shit yeah. for a game like this. So it's horribly optimized. And then what makes it even worse is if you set it to low settings, it only mm. changes it about 5 FPS. Wow. Yeah, seriously. That's actually terrible. It's so terrible. I definitely think Journey and Abzu are meant to be on console. I mean... Just, I, they, just they are optimized like, better find, on PS4. Yeah. 
That's just because, like, I can't. I just imagine moving around and doing your walking simulation just works better with a control stick as opposed to trying to do it with a keyboard or like a uh, or a plugged-in controller. Now is that because uh, because your console all the way and can't stand a keyboard, or is that what's your well, reasoning I'm not console. on that? I'm not console all the way. It's just, I don't know. I just find that I honestly have no basis. I'm just kind of bullshitting. That's just how I see it. I have no basis for it. I'm just talking how I feel. Yeah. I mean, for me, I I can't stand using a keyboard. Mm -hmm. And that might be because I never really gamed on the PC to begin with. But I mean, we'll see if I can get used to it. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things. Um... Yeah, I mean, you you can take your turn. I'm sure what you've been playing's been much more interesting. Uh, half and half, I suppose. <laughs> um, I guess you know what? Fuck it. I'll start with the big one. Um, I mentioned it last podcast that I would I would get it and I would be able to play it and all that. So I did get Pokemon. Ooh. I did get Ultra. I did get Ultra Moon. And I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you guys one one thing. Like, the thing, it literally, like, sold the game for me. I'm literally enjoying it. I'm actually enjoying it a lot. And 90% of my bias towards enjoying it is because of what happened in the first 10 minutes of the game. So, hit minor spoilers. When you play through Sun and Moon, like the original Sun and Moon, the thing that literally me and all my friends pretty well hated about it mm -hmm. jukebox included is the fact that it takes you like a fucking hour and a half to get your fucking starter pokemon yeah like you literally like you you literally like move countries and then you wake up you talk to mom talk to the professor go fucking run around town which is fucking stupid and pointless talk to people blah 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 then you fucking go find Lily, save her and Cosmog from a bunch of Spiros. Tapu Koko saves you, gives you the stone for your Z ring, and then, and then it's just like this giant fuck around. And then like an hour later, after tons of cutscenes and shitty fucking tutorials, it's like okay, you can have a starter Pokemon now. And I'm just like, kill me, <laughs> like just fucking kill me, like. Sun and Moon literally melted my brain after that. Like, I just, like, after having to wait an hour just to get my fucking starter, my, like, There's I was just, or, I was just already so done with the game. And then after that, it was just nothing but more fucking tutorials. It was just ate away at me. Hand-holding so, for the entire fucking thing. Hand-holding for the entire fucking thing. It didn't help the jukebox and I both tried to nuzlock the game. <laughs> I was Right off the front of it. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah, Jukebox did much better than me. But, um, <laughs> so it's like, it was even slower for us. Because it's like, we're just trying to keep our shit alive. So we can't just, like, try and barrel through battles and stuff to speed up the game a little bit. So it was just beyond fucking painful for us. So, in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon... The way that the opening of the game goes is it's the same thing. You're 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 moving from Kanto to Alola. You talk you you go, you wake up, you talk to mom, and then she's like, Why don't you go explore? And we're like, Alright, cool, whatever. So we go run off and then we go to go into the uh these bushes and we hear our mom and she's like, Just be careful, there might be wild Pokemon and we're like, Alright, whatever, like it's a really small patch. So sure enough, you go in, you get attacked and then you get saved by Pop Leo, Litten, and Rowlet. They come and they scare off the Rattata or whatever. And then Kukui comes up and he's like, Oh man, like fucking, these little guys just jumped out of their Pokeballs. They must really see something in you. They must want to save you, blah, blah, blah. And then boom, you pick your starter. And like in the first five minutes of the fucking game. You know, you know the way it like, should be. Like, it, exactly, the way it should be. Like every other fucking Pokemon game. You know? So, like, that just, like, set the game for me. I was like, thank you! <laughs> Fucking... And then the game pretty much proceeds uh, the same as Sun and Moon do for the most part. Are there like, gym battles? There are not gym battles as far as I know. I just got to the second island. I haven't had much chance to play it. Oh, okay. Um... But it is still the Trials 
but the game just it it's it's one of those things where it's like I can't explain it, but I can. It's the game just seems better paced. Oh, I'd hope so. Like I haven't it's like at the very beginning on the first island like you still get stopped every little while by like Lily or Kakui or How or whatever, but it doesn't seem as um it doesn't seem as like soul sucking as Sun and Moon. Uh, I'd hope like, not. I f- I feel like they cut out some of the dialogue. Like I feel like they literally just like hacked out part of the dialogue. Dude, that game needed so bad fucking I had right. Moon and it was like I don't remember, 18, 20 hours or something to beat the game. I swear to mm. God, if it wasn't for all the handholdy bullshit, that game would have been six fucking hours long. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. It's so bad. Like, uh, I also feel like they, they, they dialed up the difficulty in the game a little bit. It might have just been because I was stubborn and didn't catch more Pokemon, but it's like I got to one part uh, where you have to fight the teacher at the trainer school. Okay. And, like, I don't remember if she did this in Sun and Moon, but she throws out whatever starter you're weak to. Oh, weird. I don't yeah, remember so like that. All, I don't remember if she did that in the original. You know what? Fuck it. Just for the sake of argument, I'm going to look it up real quick while I talk about it. If, so, if the difficulty is uh, increasing, could that possibly be, uh, you know, they took out a bunch of the dialogue and other bullshit, so they kind of got to fill the space with uh, making you grind? I, yeah, I'm not... I. I can't be totally sure, but, um, blur, blur, blur. But yeah, so I was really surprised. Oh. Oh? Oh, hang on. Things are happening. Yeah, so in Sun and Moon, she, the teacher, uses a Magnemite and an Alolan Meowth. So, like, useless. Like, you're gonna walk right over her. Right? Right. But in... In Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, I picked Poplio, so she threw out a Rowlet. And the only other Pokemon I had was a Grubbin. So she she wiped me the first time, because I wasn't expecting it. And then I fought fucking, um... I fought, uh... What's-his-face? The first Trial Captain. Because he battles you to make sure you're, uh, fit to do his trial. Right. And he his first Pokemon, I think, is, um what is it a young goose so i was like okay whatever and then he throws out a smeargle which has which for me he he knew leafage so he had rowlet's new he had rowlet's new move so again he like fucks my team because all i have is a grubbin and a fucking poplio i see so it's like so it's like on the one hand it was harder and i got my butt kicked a couple of times which i really appreciated but at the same time if i was more like YOLO, fuck it, I'm going to catch whatever I see, and I had more Mons, it probably wouldn't have been that bad. No. Because then I would have just left Pop Leo out of the fight completely. Wait, hold on a second. Were you going to Nuzlocke this one, too? No, I thought about it, and then I was like, you know what? I was like, just in case it's... Because I hadn't seen anything on Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. I've been right. avoiding it. Which just is because, which like, is amazing to me because I avoid spoilers like the plague. But you're just like, yeah, I know everything before the game comes out. Poke, po- Pokemon, I've, I, I'm a little different with. If it's like, I mean, a little. <laughs> yeah, a little, like to a degree. If like for Pokemon specifically, it's like, oh my god, they they leaked the Pokédex. I'm all over that. Because me personally, and uh, the and one buddy of mine, the the two of us, um. We like having our teams planned out before the games ever come out. So, like, when X and Y came out and the Pokedex got leaked, like, we were on it. We were, I was like, I'm getting an Aegislash, I'm getting a Dragology, like, I had my whole team planned out, like, fucking two months before the game dropped. Right. But when it's, like, story spoilers, um, battles, like, I don't know, maybe there is a fucking gym somewhere in Sun and Moon. I don't know. Maybe there are gyms later. Maybe the Elite Four changed. Like, I don't know. Right? right. Like, I don't like knowing that stuff because I like just like, it's like, I don't know. Maybe, I, maybe at some point I get to one of the cities and it's like, oh my God, somebody opened up a gym and I'll be like, <gasps> you know? Right. Like, I, I can't know for sure, so... Yeah. I remember that's bleh, one of the bleh. things we were, like, speculating would make the game infinitely better is if they actually implemented gyms. That's just it. It's like, I can't wrap my head around why they decided to do that. Trials are boring. 
Yeah. I mean... Like, they aren't fun. With this Pokemon, they brought in all the youngins to try and, you know, spice it up and make it new. And, yeah. uh... I mean, maybe a little, but at the same time, they kind of made it shit. Yeah. Like, I don't necessarily like, uh, need gyms to be happy, but when you give me this non-puzzle and an easy fight at the end of it, I mean, where is the reward? That was, that. that's just it. Like, I think one of the trials, I can't remember whose it was. Oh, it was the, the fire dude. He's like, tell me what's different in these pictures. Oh, and it'll God. be like, yeah, it'll be like his Marowaks yeah. are dancing. And then all of a sudden, like, there's a hiker in the background. It's like, and like, obvious as shit. <laughs> but see, that, it fucked with me in Sun and Moon. Because like, when I got to that part and it stopped and there was a hiker in the background, I was like, that's too fucking obvious. <laughs> I stared at that goddamn picture for probably fucking 10 minutes. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with this? Because it can't be the hiker. That's fucking stupid. That's some kindergarten level shit. And then fucking sure enough, it's the goddamn hiker. I bet you anything there's someone listening to this right now. I'm just like screaming in their heads. This game is for kids. Yeah, probably. We, We need to assume our youth is a little smarter than that. Indeed. Like, I remember when I was four years old and I got Pokemon Yellow. I will not tell this story again. I've told it a few times. Long story (laughs) short, Dad surprised me with it. I was like, holy fucking balls. And then I played it, loved it, was like, I have a Pikachu, I'm a god. And then I couldn't beat the first fucking gym leader because it's a fucking beginner's trap. Right. Like, I'm four. I don't know type advantages. I don't know to, hey, go catch a Mankey and teach it fucking low kick. Or, hey, go t- go get a Nidoran and it'll learn double kick. And then you'll be able to just shit roll them. I was literally, fucking... I literally grinded my Pikachu up to, like, level 21. Dude. And just quick attacked him to death. Dude, 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 dude. <laughs> dude? Yellow was based more on the anime. The anime doesn't fucking help when you got Pikachu taking down the Onyx. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that's I. I believe in your not. Pokemon asked, harder. Damn it! I will not kid with you. I asked my cousin these questions. Like I was like, I was like, how do I break the sprinkler so Onyx gets wet? And he looks at me and he's like, what? <laughs> I was like, also, does does Brock come with me after? <laughs> and he just like kind of looks at me and he's like, oh, you poor sweet innocent child. <laughs> what are they feeding this kid? <laughs> right. <laughs> Like, yeah, I was not a bright child. Anyways, uh, no, <laughs> I'm dude, an even are, less bright adult. Those are fucking reasonable things as a four-year-old coming from watching the anime to getting a game Yeah, no, but, but uh, Yeah, so, so yeah, yellow is beginner's trap, but then you move to, like, sun and moon where it's like, it's like, what's different with this picture? And it's like, the first one is this Marowax, the second one is these Marowax with a hiker in the background, like, fuck you! Yeah, <laughs> fucking... Okay, it's I'm still in yellow. It's a beginner's trap, but when I first mm-hmm. played yellow, and I was probably like what seventeen or something, give or take. Yeah. Um, I mean, I got to the gym, and then I was like, "Oh, for fuck's sake, Brock is first. And so I went back to catch something. Sure as shit, yep. I was too high powered, so I'd kill literally everything in one shot. I was yep. like, I have five Pokeballs and no fucks to give, so I just literally grinded my Pikachu up because I didn't want to restart. <laughs> Yeah. So I, well, I did the same thing for, as you as for, a kid. Just bring it up and then go quick attack his ass. Yeah, for for me personally, at that point, if I can't weaken anything, I'm just like, fuck it, YOLO, throw Pokeballs. Yeah. I, but, I can't um, remember if you could even buy Pokeballs that early, but like, I ran out of money and Pokeballs and just, I was pissed. Yeah, so... Um, I was just like, fuck this yeah. so hard. <laughs> um, Just on the topic of like, Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, I very much see the potential in them. I'm genuinely excited to be able to play more, and like I'll talk with Jukebox about it, and by the time we record episode 26, I'll most likely have beaten it, yeah, I or see be that. damn fucking close. So I'll definitely give you guys an update on my thoughts of the entire game once I get to that point. You have something else to give us an update on. I do? Mario and Luigi. Oh, yeah. I didn't beat it yet. Oh. I didn't have time. Oh, but, that's okay. But I can't remember if I mentioned it in the last episode. I am literally, like, right before the last boss. No, but you did tell me that. I told you that. Yeah. Okay. 
But, like, okay, so I'm literally right before the last boss in the Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga remaster, remake, whatever you want to call it, for the 3DS. Right. That game is fucking awesomeness. Oh, good. They, it looks so pretty. It controls so smooth. There's fucking new bros moves and shit. Right. Um, it's like it's still the exact same story. I don't know if there's like extra shit after the credits or anything like that. I have no idea. But okay, that that goes into what I was gonna ask you. Um, assuming the final boss fight is the same as the old one, and that there's no post game stuff. Yeah, I I need a ranking. If you one RPG per series, where does this end up? Ooh, I give it like a solid eight point like seven. Right. Like it's not, it's not like stupid good enough to get a nine or higher. Right. But it's up. But it's way up there. Like I play it and I'm very satisfied playing it. And where's it sitting in your top ten? Because last episode you were like, it's definitely in there. In the top, like, did I say it was top ten RPGs? Yeah, if you could only have one per franchise. Oh yeah, okay, one per franchise. I was gonna say like I was on something if that's in the top ten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, no, one one per franchise. Like I can't give you a comprehensive list. I would need to legitimately like take an hour and write that shit down. Right. But I definitely place it in like the s- probably seven to nine range. Yeah. I, like I, can I can't I can't I was like I can't see it getting higher than a seven but I can't see it being like at the bottom of my top ten or not in it. So I'd say I'd say in that like seven seventh place to nine place range is probably where it sits. That's good, that's good. I'm silently judging you. Yeah, that's fine. No, I'm just kidding. This is like <laughs> I mean, if I was to make a list, it'd probably be in my four to six range, because like yeah. back in the day, that was my like jam, and we've been over this. <laughs> today it's your jam, <laughs> uh, but um, today it's a jam. For anybody that it's hasn't marmalade. picked this up, for yeah, for anybody that hasn't picked this up in the last twenty four episodes, I am the RPG god. That's like all I fucking play. That's all I really give a shit about. <laughs> so. Me putting Superstar Saga in a top 10, even if it is one per franchise, that's a fucking hard list to get into. Yeah. Because I have shit in there like fucking Kingdom Hearts is number one. Kingdom Hearts 2 is number one by like a fucking landslide and a half. Nothing will ever usurp that most likely until number three comes out. And then it's like I probably have fucking Pokemon. uh, I'm not sure which Pokemon. But I definitely have a Pokemon game as number two. Right. Or, no, Pokemon number three. Because Tales. Tales of Symphonia would be number two. Oh, then, fuck. Like, I forgot po- to message you, dude. Um, About? During the uh, Black Friday <laughs> stuff and all that, Tales of Symphonia yeah. was like $4 on Steam. I mean, I have like eight different versions of that game right now, so I very much don't need it on Steam. <laughs> Even I if it mean... is only $4. <laughs> But um, but now you can play it on your PC anywhere. Oh, shit! Breaking news. Breaking episode news. four is no longer our most listened to episode. Hot can damn. you guess which one is? Ah, uh, random number, fucking thirteen. No, episode thirteen is damn. the unluckiest episode ever. Oh, that was a good one, though. <laughs> That's just what I titled it. No, it's actually episode 21, Mario Kart 8, Don't Drink and Drive. Nice. Yeah, I can take this. Me too. How many How many listens? 24. Hot damn. Ukuleles at like, what, 19? 19, yeah. <sighs> what That's else good. have you been playing? What else have I been playing? I played the new South Park game. Yeah, how is that? It's actually very, very good. I hear it's like, it's like the exact same as Stick of Truth as far as location and everything goes, with just a different yep. story. Like yep. different story, different characters, different way that the different uh, different battle system. Because uh, the 
battle system now, it works on a grid as opposed to turn-based combat. It's still turn-based, but instead of it being like Final Fantasy where it's like ATB gauge and then it's like, hey, it's your turn. What do you want to do? And then it's like you choose a move. Yeah. Now it's like, hey, it's your turn. Choose a move, but you have to be in range. And different moves have different range. Oh, so it's getting a little more action RPG-ish. Yeah, exactly. So it's like there's <laughs> there's one there's one move I have where it's like a laser beam and it it like it fires in a straight line, but then there are other ones where it's like there's another one I have where it's like this like dragon kick or whatever and it hits the nine squares around me, like the nine adjacent squares around me in a circle. Right. So it's like you have to move, get into range, choose what attack you use. Certain attacks have knockback, certain attacks inflict status, like all this other stuff. So the f- battling's a little more intuitive. Yeah. And then um, the story is actually really good. I thought the story was really cute. Um, haven't beat it yet. But I don't, I don't very... feel like cute is the right way to describe anything that comes out of South Park. Nope, cute. Cute is what we're going with. Oh, God. <laughs> so, I really like it. I'd highly recommend it. Yeah? Yeah. I, I still haven't played Stick of Truth, but it's kind of on my list of things to get for, like, the PS3. I mean, Stick of Truth costs, like, $12 now. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's dirt cheap, so yeah. if I really want it, I'll just go get it for fucking cheap on the P- PS3. Yeah. Or Maybe. I could even get it off Steam. Hell, what's it, on, what's it cost on Steam? I can look right now. I don't know. Let me boot it up. Fucking, I don't know, I just have a list of games for, like, the PS3 and the 360 that I want to get. But right now, EB Games is just clearing everything out, so chances mm-hmm. of me actually finding any of them anymore is, like, slim to nil. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I really, I really enjoyed that, uh, I really enjoyed the South Park game. Yeah. I thought it was really good. And then, um, and then, uh, Okay, fuck off. Bloodborne. Yep. Yep. <laughs> no, stick of, stick of truth is still forty bucks on Steam. For real? Yep. Shit, get it on console. What extra benefit okay. are you gonna get from playing it on the PC anyways? <laughs> None, but I just figured that way I don't have to actually like plug in my PlayStation 3. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's the same reason why I tell you about Tales of Symphonia. LOL. But um, <laughs> So yeah, so the uh, one of the other games that I got I picked up was uh Buddy's told me to get Bloodborne. And I was like, "Ah, I don't know." And then I was at EB Games one day and it was like 13 bucks. It's 13 <laughs> so bucks like, now. Yeah, it was dirt cheap. Wait, Plus how I have long an has Onyx. It been out? Uh, like 4 years? Or wait, seriously? Yeah, I think so. Oh my god. For sure. 3 or 4. We're old balls, dude. Well, yeah, but I felt like it just came out like last year cuz I remember the Game Grumps were playing it. When it was oh, new. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. But like, oh, it's been out. Holy fuck. 20, oh, sorry. No, you're right. Two years, 2015. I mean, two years still quite a while. Yeah. As far as games but, are. Uh, but games yeah, it was like fucking so 13, or fi- 13 or 15 bucks. And granted, I have a fucking Onyx edge card, but still. Right. And it was and it was a used copy. But still, like I got it for dirt cheap. So I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I was like, the boys want to play it, so I'll fucking I'll pick it up. It's cheap, whatever. And then, um, it is hard as fuck. Like, I know that goes without saying, because it's a Souls game, technically. But, like, Jesus fuck. (laughs) The only reason I got anywhere in that fucking game was because fucking my buddies are, like, leveled up as shit, have max level weapons and stuff, and they were just, like, walking me through it. Yeah, I could imagine. I mean, you like to run in. Like, head first in games, but, like, I've watched the Game Grumps, and that's pretty much Aaron's gameplay technique, and my god, was it horrid to watch. Just be like, no, stop for two seconds, use a potion. Yeah, right? It's like, what happened? I died! And I'm like, no shit, you died. (laughs) Sometimes, like, (laughs) sometimes I'm watching those guys, and I just have to, like, turn it the fuck off. Yeah. I'm just like, you guys are actually stupid. I mean, it doesn't get any worse than Pokemon. Beedrill's the fucking best. I'm gonna beat the Elite Four with nothing but Beedrill. Yeah, damn. That I was mean, just them attempting to be funny, and I'm like, you're not funny. You're painful. So painful. Aaron, 
would never admit it on the show, but off camera, uh, he's talking to Danny. He's like, I don't know how the fuck I'm going to beat the Elite Four with a Beedrill. And they pretty <laughs> much got someone else to grind it up to like level 100. And like two years yeah. later, after the most recent episode, they actually did release him fighting the Elite Four. Goddamn. They didn't do it exclusively with a Beedrill, but uh, Beedrill got the last he- hit in. Beedrill was there, and he was, like, level 89. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) But, uh... Bloodborne. Yeah, so Bloodborne's hard as shit. Fun, though. Lots of fun. Is it? Is it a Dark Souls game? It's not a Dark Souls game, but it's a Dark Souls, like, spiritual successor. Is it done by, like, the same studio? Pretty much. Okay, close enough. (laughs) It literally plays, like, the exact fucking same. Like, everything kills you in, like, two shots. You have to get really good at dodging and all that other stuff. Lame. Like, it's literally a Dark Souls game with a different coat of paint. Yeah. Which is okay. Like, it's it's still, it's, yeah, it's still its own game, and it's, it is fun. Like, it's ruthlessly difficult. But, like... It's a good time playing playing it with uh playing it with friends was good. And then, is uh, it is it more or less difficult than Contra? Way more. Yeah, for real. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. <laughs> Con- Contra Contra, you can at least like memorize where enemies are coming from. Bloodborne, it's like they'll do di- they'll do different shit every time. Like every time I hear anybody talk about Dark Souls or Bloodborne, they're like, "Oh, you just have to like pay attention, learn the bosses' patterns, and you'll get it eventually." The bosses have no pattern. All right. So, is <laughs> Ikaruga harder or is Bloodborne harder? Mm, still Bloodborne. Yeah. Oh, how yeah. about how about Giga Wing? Definitely Bloodborne. For real? I beat Giga Wing. Took well, me like ten continues, but I beat Gigawing. <laughs> well, yeah, okay, beat in quotation marks there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, Bloodborne's, oh, Bloodborne's savage, dude. I'm just trying to f- compare it to shooters right now. <laughs> yeah, no, very bad comparison. Death smiles, but uh, Death smiles. Fuck, I haven't even played that one. But um, uh, I got the sealed yeah, like, limited it's... edition of that shit, man. Oh, nice. Yeah, but yeah, Bloodborne, dumb hard, good game though. Yeah, I mean, it's, Dumb hard, it's but so far from my cup of tea. Yeah. Not for any amount think... of the difficulty, but because it's practically an action RPG. Mm-hmm. And even though it's I think a, you'd... a Japanese studio, it's very much a Western RPG. I think you'd get a kick out of watching me get fucking destroyed. Oh, probably. But, but um, yeah, so those, those four, Pokemon, South Park, Bloodborne, and Superstar Saga are pretty much all I've been playing lately. Yeah. Um... I also, if you watched our last episode, you know that I got a SNES Classic. Hype. Man, um, you just completely cut out what? The fuck? But, um, <laughs> to repeat for Jukebox, if you watched last episode, I got a SNES Classic. Hype. Hype. But um, I love it. It's, oh, yeah, it's, I, it's, it's I, awesomeness. I came over, we played games. Indeed. Yeah. I'm still ass at Mario. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I was carrying the team. Literally. <laughs> I just hopped in Jukebox's backpack. I was like, take us home, Sonny. He's like, let's go. But um, So you're Kazooie on Banjo? Indeed, exactly, except I don't shoot eggs. Oh, uh, that's unfortunate. Mm. Actually, that's probably good for your ass. Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was... Jukebox, it, Jukebox is going to come over one of these days, and we're going to play, like, Mario RPG, and I'm probably going to start Earthbound. Well, I was going to start Earthbound tonight, because you were going to come over tonight, but now we had things that kind of, like, fucked up our timelines, and I yeah, got to go pick up the fiance. I got to go p- pick up the fiance in, like, an hour. I got to so, eat. <laughs> yeah, food. So, um, maybe, yeah. maybe, you come o- maybe you come over in a couple of days. We'll see. Yeah, I can dig that. Not tonight, though, now. Yeah. A couple of days, though. But, um, yeah, so, okay, here's, like, the super summary of this entire episode. I played PC games. You played console games. I played handheld games as well. I played mobile games. (laughs) Yay! Okay, I'm gonna do a quick update on the two fucking mobile apps that I always talk about. Dual Links is now on PC. I've been waiting for this, not because I want to play it more, 
but because I can get it off my fucking phone without losing all of my data. Yeah. Because that shit takes up a full gigabyte, and I have an S4 that's only like 16 gigabytes, so. Yeah. That's like, I mean, that's a lot of apps that can fit in that space, man. Dual Links got ruined as fuck for me because my old phone, I couldn't figure out how to transfer the data. And I thought I got it, and then I sold my phone and, like, wiped the data and everything, and I realized that it didn't work the way I thought it had, so I had to start all over. Yeah. So I lost my mirror walls, my enemy controllers, all my fucking... Yeah, I was very butthurt. Yeah, so I don't know. I I put it onto the PC, and then I realized they've released five more booster boxes since the last time I played. Yeah. Yeah. And then Pokemon Go... Uh, I mean, I just played the shit out of that because we were trying to get Farfetch'd in North America. Still haven't gotten one? No, I, dude, it was only for two days. I got 12 of them. Oh, nice. Yeah, man. I'm I'm holding on to them if trading ever becomes a thing because oh, I ain't traveling no, to man. Japan to get another one. No kidding. I'll go there for other things. Nah. Like, if there's a Sudowoodo in Japan, son, sign me up. Yeah, man, the other 500 I've caught don't mean nothing if it ain't from Japan. Exactly. Man, you know, it's actually kind of neat. What's that? When my sister was on her honeymoon, they were mm-hmm. going on, like, a uh, a whale-watching tour off of Vancouver Island. Yeah. And uh, because they were out in the open water, she actually caught a Lapras, which, I mean, pretty uncommon to catch a Lapras to begin with. But uh, it thought they were in Washington, D.C. Oh, cool. So she's got this really shitty Lapras, but she refuses to trade it away because it says she caught it in Washington. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. I thought it was pretty funny. Anything else? Um, Trying to think of anything that's coming up. Coming up. Yeah, if there's anything coming up that I'm, like, going to buy and play the shit out of. Oh, I can tell you I'm not buying anything, but coming up I'm going to be playing Grim Fandango, which is another one of those uh, classic point-and-click adventures from LucasArts. Good stuff, good stuff. Yeah, man. Oh, dude, that was another thing about Day of the Tentacle. Because it's a LucasArts game, they have a bunch of fucking Star Wars references in it. That's awesome. It's pretty hilarious. Shit. Are there like no games coming out? Like, why am I drawing such a blank? I mean, I actually don't know of anything coming out before the end of the year at this point. Like, the last big game that I heard coming out was Pokemon, and before that was Mario Odyssey. Mm hmm. So, as far well, as I'm concerned, this year's just a bust for Christmas shopping for games. Yeah. As far as new stuff goes. Um. Fuck me. <laughs> I know. I know. Where God of War. God of War doesn't have a confirmed release date, but it's supposed to be early 2018. Okay. So I'm hoping they surprise everybody with like a January or early February release. Watch it be like the very last day of the first quarter. I'd be very upset. Yeah. I'd be like, fuck you. You don't tell me early 2018 and then give me shit in goddamn March. That's not how shit works. Oh, dude, you know, I, it's not much of a theory, but with uh, Kingdom Hearts 3, mm-hmm. I half bet you that it's getting super delayed because Disney's going to release a movie and it it's going to be in the game and they can't release it until the movie's already out. If they release a Kingdom Hearts movie, I'm going to stab people. No, not a Kingdom Hearts movie, but like a Disney movie with like not okay. a new character or a character that wasn't already in Kingdom Hearts. Mm, so so you're thinking they're going to put it in Kingdom Hearts and they wouldn't need to wait until the movie. Yeah, like, gotcha. I mean, they've already shown Thanos, but imagine if uh, Inf- Infinity War comes out and Thanos is in it and he has some crazy new armor or something. And for whatever reason, they want to put that into kingdom hearts 3 they ain't gonna release that game before infinity war comes out that's right? true i mean there was a there was a leak for a possible release date and it's november of 2018 fuck that's a long time right 
but uh whatever i'll wait patiently and then when that day comes out i'm taking when that game comes out i am fucking i'm out like i'm gone like i'm booking a week off work yeah just who needs sleep five hour energies yeah (laughs) (laughs) you think i'll need five hour energies i'll be running on pure hype Man, you completely but, uh, cut out again. Son of a bitch. Whatever. It'll be in the fucking... Fucking Discord. It'll be on my audacity. Yeah, it'll be in my audacity. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. In in conclusion, Jukebox and I played games. I'm very proud of Jukebox for playing games. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a long time coming. I only own, like, 600 of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Uh, this was a yeah, very, my... very chill episode. Yes, it was. Yeah. Um, my only regret is that I didn't have time to play more Pokemon, so I couldn't. I couldn't. I wish I could have given more of an opinion on it. Yeah, hit us with the next episode. Yeah, it is what it is. I'm literally probably gonna let like close this episode out, and then I'll pretty much just hop right on that. Yeah, man. Are, uh, but um, are we ready to close this one out? I think so. Unless there's anything else you want to mention, real quick. Nah. Okay, I'm, I'm Jukebox Hero. And I'm Kelrick's King. And this is the Infinity Games Podcast Episode 25. Thank you for listening. Yay! And if there's anything you'd like us to talk about or anything that you've been playing and you'd like to share with us, be sure to comment on our Facebook at Infinity Games Podcast, on our Twitter at Games underscore Podcast, or... Or, 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 new option, we are now on Instagram, which which Kelrix will be running, and that's at Infinity Games Podcast. Look, look, look forward to the first post tonight. Yay. I'm gonna get something figured out. I can dig it. Yay. Okay, bye. Bye.